This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1300. Riddle me this. Can you learn vocabulary from superhero movies? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Riddle me this, listeners. Do you enjoy watching superhero movies? Well, even if you don't, you can learn some fantastically high-level vocabulary today that was indeed inspired by this genre. Make sure to take notes. Aubrey, I have a question for you. Oh, let's hear it. (laughs) Are you a DC person or a Marvel person? Oh, both. Absolutely both. I can't choose one or the other. I know some people are very extreme one or the other, but I love all the Avengers movie and I love Hulk and I love Thor, but I also love Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. Hello. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know that there have been a lot of not great DC movies, but I got to say like when guys, we will connect this to IELTS, we promise. (laughs) Um, But this is just so fun to talk about. And hey, look, you maybe you have to talk about movies on IELTS speaking. And these uh, are great examples. Um, I love it when DC goes dark like they like Marvel is still Disney. You know what I mean? Like first phase, second phase, third phase, now fourth phase Marvel movies. They're almost all Disney movies at this point. And like, they're great. I love them. They're awesome. But DC goes to a dark place that Marvel cannot travel to. Think about Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Think about um, the new Batman movie, you know, with, yes. the, with the Nirvana score. Like... And the Harley Quinn movies. Oh my gosh, I love Harley Quinn. They're all pretty dark. So dark and I love them so much. (laughs) Not for everyone. And I recognize that. Um, Okay, so (laughs) guys, today's episode was inspired by a fantastic student question with vocab from a DC movie. And that's what got us thinking about this today. So Aubrey, can you read this question, please? Yes, this question was sent in by Alec. He said, Hi, Jess and Aubrey. These two days watching DC animated movies, I noticed riddle me this. And I'm just so perplexed. Could we use riddle as a verb like stump, which you two have taught us? (gasps) Such a good question. And I love that from the Riddler. Riddle me this. Exactly. And that's from the um, the Tim Burton Batmans, right? With uh, Michael Keaton. And I love the Riddler. Yeah, I love those. Uh, I love those Tim Burton Batman movies as well. And Jim Carrey as the Joker. I remember I can just picture him saying this, but this is a classic Joker line. Like he that's his catchphrase. Riddle me this. So, yes, this is a great phrase and it is definitely high scoring on IELTS. This is advanced vocab here. What do we mean when we say riddle me this? What does that mean? Yeah, you're going to ask someone a question that might stump them, right? Riddle me this, just like our title here. Riddle me this. Can you learn vocabulary from superhero movies, right? It just means you're announcing like, I'm going to ask you something that might surprise you or might stump you. 
Yeah, that exactly, exactly. We can also say this to introduce a question that like you don't know the answer to either. Like you are also stumped or like this is a crazy question, right? We can use that to introduce any question like that. So we're going to give you an example right now, actually. So in speaking part two, if you're asked about a hotel you stayed in or a problem you had while traveling, I thought of a great example. Okay. Um, so this is just part of it, part of what the answer would be, right? So we could say the hotel had zero amenities. I mean, there weren't even blankets or pillowcases in the room. We were expected to have our own bedding. And I was like, riddle me this hotel owners who on earth travels to a hotel with their own bedding we didn't book a camping spot <laughs> yes this is so perfect this is often how we use it almost like a rhetorical question totally you're like announcing i'm about to ask a question that i should not have to ask because this should not have been a problem Precisely. in the first place <laughs> and look guys like this is the only way you could use it on ielts as a rhetorical question um mm. so this is like a question you would ask yourself about a ridiculous situation you know so great for telling stories because remember we can't directly ask the examiner question it's not a conversation i'm not like well tell me about your terrible hotel experience <laughs> so it really can only be used in a rhetorical sense um but again i'm just going to read this example one more time and then we'll move on to some more examples with riddle so and I was like, riddle me this, hotel owners. Who on earth travels to a hotel with their own bedding? Exactly. And another great way to, you can ask, as if you're telling a story, asking a question of your imaginary listener, right? If you're just like, riddle me this, who travels to a hotel and doesn't have their things, right? You're not asking the examiner, you're narrating a story and sort of asking your imaginary listener a question that works so great for telling a story in part two. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then any like even in part one, guys, if you are describing just like something ridiculous or surprising or confusing, like um, asked about how often you exercise, if you exercise a lot, blah, blah, blah. You could be like, I mean, no, I barely have time to exercise once a week. I mean, riddle me this. What working adult parent has time to exercise more than twice a week? Oh, it's so good. And you see how it's almost like you're asking an examiner question. You're not. You're asking right. this rhetorical question that's like, this is not a thing. Riddle me this. <laughs> this is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to other ways we can use this word riddle. Um, I want to share a Winston Churchill quote that I actually, honestly, I didn't know this was a Winston Churchill quote because this is, is now just a, a phrase that I hear in pop culture in various places. A riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. And like, I have a vague memory of even hearing this in a Batman movie, honestly. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm correct, but probably. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So here it is a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. So all of these are like paraphrases, right? Mystery, riddle. A riddle, again, is like describing a situation that you don't understand that stumps you that is impossible to understand or figure out riddle mystery enigma these are all paraphrases 
Yeah. So maybe if you're asked about your social life and you want to say, you know, I don't really date much. I feel like men are a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. And you can just say that because it's such a common phrase that it's sort of part of our vernacular. But I if you really it. impress the examiner, you could say, like Winston Churchill said, <laughs> and then state that, right? Both would be amazing. I mean, I didn't even know that Winston Churchill said that. Yeah, the examiner so probably not- won't know that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could just um, say, All right. So riddle, mystery and enigma. Um, How can we use this word riddle on IELTS? Yeah. So it just means, like you said, something that could stump you, fool you. It's like a puzzle. So if you're describing a person and you're sharing why they're kind of confusing to you, don't really understand them, you can say he is quite a riddle to me. So we use it as a noun this way. Yeah, describing um any thing that you don't know how to do, just be like, um, honestly, like rock climbing is kind of a riddle to me. How do people do that? How do they feel safe dangling hundreds of feet above the earth on the edge of a cliff? <laughs> oh, I love rock climbing, but yeah, it is a riddle to anyone who hasn't done it a lot for sure. Or you could say, I was trying to put together a desk and the instructions were a riddle. I could not figure it out. I love it. I love that so much. Um, all right. So last phrase today's got today, guys, riddled with. Oh my gosh, this is such a fantastic phrase. To be riddled with something just means that it is full of something. Okay. Yeah, this is band nine for sure. I don't think I've ever heard a student use this on a a practice exam. Definitely no. Um, All right. So it also means like just to extend on the definition, guys, and to give you more vocab, to be permeated, right? Like flooded, full of, permeated in many places by something. And it often has a negative connotation. Like the first phrase that comes to mind that because I just see it in movies all the time and read it in books, riddled with bullets. It means like shot full mm-hmm. of holes of bullets. I know that's a terrible example, but that's just like <laughs> the way that I've heard it used the most. So I guess it's a good way to remember it. Yeah, right. Just meaning full of, but you can yeah. also, if you're describing a place and you could say, you know, maybe New York City is riddled with crime. Yeah. Or if you're describing maybe your weekend, my weekend was riddled with chaos. Totally. Right? You can, there's so many things that if you just want to share that it was full of, eliminate that, avoid saying full of, and instead say riddled with. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of something. Um, I know a few, I know recently we talked about like, don't use the word conveniently on on IELTS. Mm, Um, And I think this might be a potential replacement for that. So instead of saying, you know, um, my neighborhood is really convenient because there are like places to eat everywhere. There's like restaurants and cafes everywhere. Don't say everywhere. Don't say convenient. Um, You could say like, my neighborhood is permeated with delicious food or my neighborhood is riddled with awesome restaurants and cafes. Interesting. Such great vocabulary. This will really boost your scores. These are phrases that we do not hear students use. So practice, practice using them in speaking answers to boost your vocab scores. And I want to note that like those two examples also about the hometown, like that was a positive thing, right? But here's an example of using it on the negative side. Portland is riddled with homeless people. You know, so that's a negative, obviously. So, yes, it is often negative, but you can use it in a positive sense, too. 
right? For sure. It just means full of however yep. you use it. Yeah. So very flexible, very useful on IELTS. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. Aubrey, that's it for us this week. But listeners, we will be back here with more fantastic IELTS lessons next Tuesday. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.